Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. Do you remember this hymn, uh, spiritual song? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there? Were you there? Uh, it's a song that inviting us to the foot of the cross again to uh, imagine and to visit and see. That Jesus came and died for you and for me. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? But as you're thinking and then seeing and the fact that Jesus died uh, on the cross for you and me, and then perhaps you may have a question. And so what? What did the death of Jesus, Jesus dying on the cross, accomplish? There could be many, many things. I remember hearing a sermon uh, from a pastor named E.V. Hill. And then he was uh, giving a, a sermon entitled, What You Have When You Have Jesus. And because of his death, and then you have peace with God, peace of God, and then you can have peace together with others, forgiveness, Holy Spirit. And then he kept uh, going and then listing so many things. What you have when you have Jesus, because the death of Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross, accomplished so much for you and for us. And that's uh, what you and I need to remember. But today, as we're looking at the passage, uh, we want to think about a few things. You know, what you and I need to remember as we think about Jesus' death. John chapter 19, verses 17 through 27. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots from my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. 
when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. As we read today's passage carefully, and then I hope that you will prayerfully read again to meditate on what Jesus has done and then what the Lord may be speaking to you and teaching you. From this passage again, we see that Jesus uh, was condemned probably at about 6 a.m. and then was crucified 9 uh, a.m. You know, and then we know that, uh, that he was there for a long time. And then we see all these things. But as we think about him on the cross hung as a cursed one, and then we see some of the things that's also declared, also that we cannot help but to notice from this passage. Now, first thing that we want to remember together is this. On top of the cross where he was crucified, uh, there was a letter, uh, a notice that was fastened there and that declared Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. And even though when Jewish people says, oh, just say that he claims to be, but then, you know, the Roman government declared, no, he is. And then he has now on top uh, the notice that says Jesus is the king. Uh, in three languages, Aramaic, which was, uh, um, you know, spoken by many uh, Jewish people, and then the Latin, you know, which uh, the Roman government and then used, and then Greek that was, uh, you know, used, you know, widely. Uh, those were international languages that people used, and then in all those languages, and then cross of Jesus Christ declares that Jesus is the king. Jesus is the king that came to die in our place. And then he, not only through his life, but through his death, and he brings and makes his kingdom available to all those people because he is the king. His death later on, through resurrection, God declares indeed he is the king. I hope that you and I will think about the fact that Jesus is declared that as king and he is indeed the king because of his death and because he's the king. And then when we come and place our trust in him, he makes that eternal kingdom available for you and me. And then we become part of that eternal kingdom. And there's another thing. And then uh, underneath the cross, there are soldiers and then they're also, and then dividing, and then his clothes, and then just uh, throwing a lot, and just uh, uh, trying to not tear it, and just, uh, you know, uh, uh, just uh, divide who's going to take uh, the, the clothes. And then we know this, among so many others, uh, were prophecies uh, in the Old Testament that were fulfilled 
in Jesus' life and especially Jesus' death. That Jesus, you know, was prophesied that he was to be born at a certain place and then he will be, you know, the uh, coming out from Egypt, that he will be, you know, growing up in Nazareth and many, many, many things, how he would be betrayed and how he would be buried in a rich man's, you know, tomb. Many, many, many of these prophecies that are fulfilled uh, uh, remind us that God is faithful. God keeps his promises. And then promises in the scripture are indeed uh, uh, worthy for us to hold on to and be placed and trusted in. And then we know that, you know, what the scripture promise about what the death of Jesus means. And then also promise about future and what he tells us about what the future is going to be. We know that are to be true because we know the promises that were fulfilled and even in this uh, little one. But there is one more thing. And then beneath the cross, there were some people near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother, sister, Mary, and then Mary Magdalene. And then a lot of ladies with a uh, name Mary here. But then also Jesus said to Mary's mother and said, Behold the son. And then told John, and then behold your mother. Uh, I remember that this shows that Jesus took care of his mother, physical mother, even you know, after he was death. And, then, and that is a good thing. But that as I'm looking at this here, what I am reminded is, not just that a lot of people, special people, you know, helped Jesus all the way to the end, but much more that because of Jesus Christ, and then God has made you and me part of his family. And there is a new family of God that is even more deeper and more important than the family of, of physical blood. And that's what we see. You see, Jesus had uh, his physical um, brothers, you know, James, Judas, and others. But then Jesus turned to John. And then because there is a deeper relationship that we have because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, we have become a family of God. And then we share the blood of Jesus together. And that's what we see here. Were you there when Jesus was crucified? Were you there when they crucified the Lord? I hope that you will continue to think about why Jesus died and what Jesus offers to you and me. I hope today, as you meditate upon this passage, that you will remember who it is that came and died for you on the cross. But then you will also remember why. What you have when you have Jesus, that you will not be shaken and pulled back and discouraged by anything else, but that you will remember who you are because of what Jesus has done, 
whose you are, that you will grow deeper as a witness of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came for us. And Lord, we pray that you will help us to experience and enjoy the blessings that you give to us as your people, as your child, as we remember and meditate more about you and your cross. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a world that's never been closer.